this afternoon's sit, I'll introduce the practice of compassion. As Sally mentioned in her talk last night, the practices of the heart, the Brahma Viharas, the heavenly abodes, the four practices that are part of the practices of the heart. I think of practice of the heart as one basket in this tradition and then vipassana, insight, um, insight practice, mindfulness, being the other, the wisdom basket. Those are the wisdom practices and this basket from which metta, loving kindness, compassion, karuna, you can't hear me? Is that what that sign is? Okay, a little louder, please. Yeah, going to turn it up a little bit. Thank you for that signal. Yeah. Okay, is that better? Can you hear me better now? Yeah? You can hear me okay? Great. All right. Do I have to repeat everything I said? Yes. (laughs) Good afternoon. (laughs) So today's session will be an introduction to compassion meditation, also known as Karuna in Pali, the second of their Brahma Vihara practices, Brahma Viharas being the four heavenly abode practices that Sally mentioned last night. The way I think about the practices, I think of roughly two baskets of practices, the the heart cultivation practices, then there are wisdom practices. Wisdom practices, there's Vipassana, which is also known as insight practice, mindfulness, leading to wisdom and seeing clearly. Then there are the heart practices. There's, a pra- there's the four Brahma Viharas, the four being, the first one being metta, loving kindness, which is the central one in this practice, in Theravada. Second one being compassion, karuna. Third one being mudita, vicarious joy, happiness for happiness of others. And the last one, which really holds all of the practices together and it enables them to be stable is equanimity. There's also gratitude, forgiveness, as well as, um, um, there's one, another one. <clears throat> the formal ones are the four Brahma Viharas. Um, so, so, compassion, compassion, the way it relates to the other practices we're doing on this retreat, the main practice we're doing in, the, in this retreat, which is the main one in the Theravada tradition, is the central one in the practice, in, that, in this basket of hard practices. Metta is the central one. Really, it's metta, friendliness, that goodwill of the heart that becomes the other ones. It's basically, that's the main practice. So a kind heart, a a heart that has friendliness and goodwill for another being. When it comes across a being 
who's not doing so well or is suffering, is in pain, then that metta becomes compassion. It becomes the practice of compassion. The same goodwill, the same metta, the same friendliness coming across somebody who's doing really well. They've just won the lottery. That that becomes mudita, becomes vicarious joy. That friendliness becomes joy for their happiness. Oh, may your happiness continue. May it never end. Equanimity. So, So all of these practices we'll practice this week together. We'll introduce them in the afternoon. Just just to dip our toes also to let you know, since I've described uh, the uh, um, described briefly equanim- uh, uh, mudita with equanimity. Sometimes when there uh, equanimity could be understood in two ways. If there is overwhelming suffering, sometimes equanimity is what can hold it. Another way to understand equanimity is basically the base that holds all the practices. And that's the way equanimity will come in today within our compassion practice. Because there needs to be a stable base of equanimity in order to hold the practice of compassion. If there is no equanimity, then the heart can tip into into what's called sympathetic distress or empathetic distress or overwhelming grief or overwhelming um, sadness, and it's not compassion anymore. What compassion is, compassion has, in my mind, the practice of compassion, has three components. One component is this metta, is this friendliness that, that I talked about, is this goodwill, this kindness, this, this friendliness, this tenderness of the heart. That's one aspect of it. The second aspect of practice of compassion is holding the suffering. The two work together. So one is the, the, gent- the tenderness of the heart, is that friendliness, is that metta. Holding together, holding the suffering, meeting the suffering. The two of them are balanced together with the third aspect, which is the equanimity which is that stable base that holds the practice of compassion. Because if it's not there, if we tip into sadness, if sadness becomes too strong, oh, it's just pain, then there is, there is not enough space, there is not enough spaciousness for that metta, for that kindness, for that tenderness of the heart to hold, for that salve that soothes the heart to hold the suffering. Okay? So compassion meditation, when all of these pieces are in place, it actually feels good. That's why it's part of the Brahma Viharas. It's, that's why, oh, it's a, heavenly, it's, it's a heavenly realm on this earth. All four are heavenly realms. For example, metta that you've been practicing, when, when metta is flowing, ah, it feels good. Wishing well for someone, wishing you well for yourself. Similarly, compassion feels good. I've often heard some people say, oh, I don't like practice of compassion. It hurts too much. 
what's happening in that case is they're dipping into the distress, the empathetic distress, the sadness. If there is, if it's balanced by the goodwill, the softness of the heart, I can hold this too. If it's not balanced, then it becomes suffering and really difficult to be with it. But if it is, that soothing salve of the metta is there, then it is held. Does that make sense? Yeah? Okay. And again, a lot of words right now, but you can feel into it experientially as I offer the practice and see at times when there is too much of something, too little of another, and what needs to happen. Maybe, ah, there needs to be a little more spaciousness now and then with equanimity, a bigger perspective to hold it all, to hold the suffering so that the suffering can be held with kindness and gentleness and tenderness of the heart. Okay. So today in our practice, we'll bring in two of the muses or categories in for, for this practice. We'll work with both ourselves um, as well as someone uh, whom we care about who is suffering, who's having difficulty. So with that, I invite you to make yourself comfortable, be in your meditation posture. Inviting ease, inviting comfort as much as possible. Settling into the body. Feeling your body in the seated position. Allowing your breath to flow with ease, just settling for a moment or two, enjoying being here, enjoying sitting, enjoying breathing, appreciating being in this body, in this moment. Being here, now, Now I invite you to bring to mind someone you care about, someone who's dear to you, who is going through some difficulty. Difficulty could be in their life in some way, maybe physically, maybe they're ill, aging. 
They're experiencing difficulties, body dukkha, difficulty with their body, pain and suffering. Or maybe in their life, in their livelihood, in their relationship, maybe going through difficult transitions. We can think of someone, maybe someone who had some difficulty in their life in the past who was dear to you, a dear friend, a benefactor. And letting yourself connect with that being first, with with a felt sense, with an image perhaps, of this being and the care you have for them. How they make you feel. Your heart is open with care, with concern, with goodwill, with friendliness. Just a feeling of friendliness, simple. Maybe a smile shows up at first when you think, just think about this person. Sense of ease and safety for you and your body when you imagine yourself sitting right in front of them, being with them. After you have a sense of them as a being and the connection you have with them, the friendliness, the goodwill you have for this being, then you can bring to mind the difficulty they're experiencing. And feeling the quivering of the heart, of your heart, the tenderness of the heart. A heart that quivers with kindness, with compassion. holding the suffering, the difficulty with your care. I offer some phrases. You can use them or improvise your own. Also, with practice of compassion, sometimes it feels just right to put the hand on the heart. Feeling the difficulty. So the phrases might be, may you be free 
from your suffering. May you be free from this pain. May you have ease. May you hold your suffering with ease. Or I care about you. I care about your suffering. You can choose any one of these sentences. Just one is enough, or two, whatever works for you. I'll offer them again. May you be free from suffering. May you be free from difficulty. May you be free from pain. May you have ease. May you hold your suffering with ease. Or I care about you. I care about your suffering. Let there be a feeling of grace and spaciousness. You're not so much willing to fix the situation in your head. Offering care, warmth, support, witnessing in your heart, holding.
And repeating the phrases <coughs> as the thread of continuity. And when you feel you lose contact, refreshing, refreshing the image or the felt sense of this being. Which brings up both the care, the friendliness, the metta, which then holds the difficulty, the suffering they're going through. Again, in this practice, simply choosing one sentence is enough. If you want one or two, that's fine. I offer some options again. It might be helpful sometimes to add their name to the end of the sentence, just to have that feeling of connection. May you be free from suffering, dear one. May you have ease, dear one. May you hold your suffering with ease and grace, dear one. I care about you. I care about your suffering, dear one.
for the second part of this practice, I invite you to bring yourself to mind and the difficulty you may be having in your life, maybe in your body, maybe illness, or some difficulty in your livelihood, in your life, with your relationships, with work, transitions, any type of struggle that's bringing angst, difficulty, suffering into this mind and body, bringing that to mind. And holding yourself with kindness, with tenderness, with care, You too are a child of the universe. You deserve care, love, support, compassion. Holding yourself, holding your own heart in whatever way it hurts. May I be free from suffering. May I be free from pain. May I be free from sorrow. May I have ease in my body and mind. May I hold myself with kindness. May I hold my suffering with ease. I care about you. You can insert your own name. I care about you, dear dear one. I care about you. I care about your suffering. I care about your pain. I hold you with care and love. May you be free. May you be free from this pain.
there is difficulty connecting and accessing the tenderness for yourself. It might help to see yourself at a young age. Perhaps when you were vulnerable. Feeling alone. and not safe, and directing. Compassion. To that earlier image of yourself. Holding and caring. Holding with tenderness. just as if a child right now would walk up to you, a child who was hurt, hurting, sad, how you would offer them support and care. You would comfort them, comforting yourself, holding the sorrow, the pain, the sadness, the difficulty. They're there, dear one, they're there. They're there, dear one. I'm here for you. I hold you. I support you. It's okay. It's okay.
there are tears flowing, let them. It's part of the purification cycle. This is a safe place. It's okay. It's all okay. You're supported.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.